Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. I want to talk to you today about handling conflict. Handling conflict. Co-worker conflict. Do you ever deal with conflict when you work with people? If you do, you know what? You are in good company. Because if you stop and think about it, you spend hundreds, even thousands of hours every year with your coworkers. And some of that time that you spend with the people that you work with can be some of the best moments of your life. But some of them can be some of the worst moments of your life. Now, if you're a leader, if you're part of my Kids Matter Pro, more than likely you're a children's ministry leader. You spend a lot of time managing conflict. I read an article a few years back from the University of Colorado that said that managers spend at least 25% of their time settling conflicts in the workplace. So here's my point. Conflicts are a part of ministry. How do you manage conflicts with people? That's what I want to talk to you about tonight. First, I want to thank you for being here. Once again, I'm not going to take time to read each one of your names, but um, dozens and dozens of you online with me right now. Thank you for being a part of Kids Matter Pro. Um, before we jump into the how to resolve conflicts, I want to talk to you about what causes conflicts in the workplace. Sometimes it's because people have different values. Um, some people hold Christian values and others don't have different codes of ethic, the ethics than you may have. Sometimes it's just because you have opposing interests. There's nothing in common with that person. And because there's nothing in common, that can breed conflict. Sometimes there's personality conflicts. Here's the thing, personality conflicts are really unavoidable to a large degree because no two of us are alike. Some people are introverted, some people are extroverted, right? Uh, sometimes poor communication leads to conflict in the workplace. And sometimes conflict comes because someone is having a personal problem. What do I mean by that? Well, perhaps there's something going on at work or something going on with your kids. And those personal conflicts or something going on with your health or something going on with your finances, those personal conflicts lead to conflicts at work. Well, good news is that conflict can be resolved biblically. Um, you can resolve conflict God's way. Now, there are all kinds of ideas of how to resolve conflict. There's plenty of advice. There are books written on how to resolve conflict. There are seminars on how to resolve conflict. Recently, I was on Amazon doing some research, trying to find some resources on conflict resolution. And I came across a book. It's titled How to Argue and Win Every Time. How to argue and win every time. Our sitting president, Donald Trump, once wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. And I've read that book several years back. 
And the point of the book, or one of Donald Trump's points in the book is that you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. And it's all about the art of the deal. Now, Donald Trump has a lot to say with how to handle conflict and how to negotiate. There are all kinds of people that have advice. The good news for you and I as believers, God wrote a book, right? He wrote a book, that book is the Bible, and in the Bible, God gives us some great advice on how to handle conflict resolution. You know, before conflict ever arises, here's a good word of advice for you and I. Kids Matter Pro members, listen. Choose to take the position of a servant. Choose to take the position of a servant. Consider how Jesus related to people around him. Jesus chose to serve, didn't he? Jesus, he didn't come to condemn others. He didn't come to be waited on by others. He did not come to operate independently of others, but to be a servant. And he washed dirty feet to illustrate this principle. Here's the thing. A lot of conflict can be resolved if we will just choose as leaders and choose as God's people to take the position of a servant. Philippians 2.5 says, have this mind among you, which was yours or which is yours in Christ Jesus. Have this mind in you, which is yours in Christ Jesus. A lot of times we try to figure out what would Jesus do instead of just looking at what Jesus did. And one of the things he did was he chose to assume the position of a servant. How well are you doing serving others? In a large part, the extent of our willingness to forego our, okay, let me go back to my notes. I need to clean my glasses. In large part, the extent to which we are willing to forego our needs to meet the needs of others, there we go, is a measure of our maturity in Christ. So choose to take the position of a servant. Now, Kids Matter Pro, so glad that you are here with me. I'm at the halfway point of my talk for you. Uh, welcome, everybody. Jen, uh, welcome. Elise, Jennifer, Kathy, Brad, Brian, good to see you all. Uh, Aaron, Adam, Jacqueline, Brad, welcome. So glad you are here. Thank you for joining us. Nicole is here. Beth is here. Uh, we have two Beths online with us. So glad you are here. Uh, Margo is here. Kim is here. Christy is here. Christy K is here. Abby J. Hey, so glad that you all are here. Now we're going to take a quick break. And this next part, I am going to broadcast in the I Love Kidman Facebook group because I've had I really believe this next point is going to help a lot of people. And it's a game changer when it comes to conflict resolution. There's a question, as I prepare to go live on Facebook, there's a question that you and I need to always ask. 
when we are approaching conflict or when we are in the middle of conflict? Um, and, and it's a great question. So let me go live. Give me about 15 seconds here. I'm going to take a quick time out to type something in my computer to go live. So hang with me for just a minute, Kids Matter Pro. All right. All right. So you all have the option. You could bounce right now and catch this on uh, Facebook if you wanted to. But I would rather that you all stay with me. OK. All right. Let's go live. Perfect. Hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, if you are with me on Facebook, uh, I am in the middle of a coaching call with Kids Matter Pro and felt prompted to go live on Facebook in the I Love Kidman Facebook community. We are talking with the Kids Matter Pro group about handling conflict at work. If you stop and think about it, you spend hundreds or thousands of hours with the people that you work with. And one of the things that's going to happen by nature is that there's going to be conflict. People have different personalities. Some people have a bad day. They've got stuff going on at home that you don't know about or with their health or with their finances. And all of a sudden, the storm brews and there's a problem. And before I went live on Facebook, I talked to everybody about that and talked to you about the importance of taking the position of a servant. If you stop and think about it, if there's anybody that faced conflict in their ministry, it was Jesus, right? I mean, Jesus all the time faced conflict with people, yet he chose to wash feet. He chose to feed people. He chose to heal people. He chose to be a servant. Now, I wanted to jump on Facebook because this next point, I, I, want, I want everybody to hear this. I don't just want this to be for the Kids Matter Pro members. But listen, I love Kidman community. During conflict, there's one important question that you need to always ask. And I'm going to tell you what that one important question is in just a minute. Ray Steadman, the late pastor and author, in one of his books, he drew out or he shared some really good conflict resolution advice from the book of Ephesians. Now, I'm going to read you some verses from Ephesians. And I want you to listen to a pattern in these verses. Okay, are you listening to a pattern? Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Ephesians 6.1. Children, obey your parents. In the Lord. Are you seeing a pattern? Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 5. Bond servants, obey your masters as you would Christ. Ephesians 6, 9. Masters, do the same to them, knowing he who is both their master and yours in heaven. Now listen, here's the thing. Do you see the pattern? Ray uh, Stedman does a great job pointing out this pattern in these, in these Ephesians verses. Wives, husbands, the Lord. Husbands, wives, the Lord. Children, parents, the Lord. Fathers, children, the Lord. Bond servants, masters, 
in Christ. Masters, do the same uh, because of your Father in heaven. Here's the thing, friends. Listen, Kids Matter Pro members on with me on Zoom right now, those of you on Facebook listening, there is no such thing as strictly a two-person relationship that never exists. You are never truly alone with your spouse. You are never truly alone with your child. You're never truly alone with your boss, right? There is always a third person. Who is it? It's the Lord. Now, how does that impact the way I resolve conflict at home, the way I resolve conflict in ministry, the way I resolve conflicts at work, the way I resolve conflicts in my office. Here's the thing. In the midst of conflict, remember, always remember this, that there is someone standing at the doorway. It is Jesus. Don't just think that this conflict is between me and my pastor. No, there's a third person in the equation. It's the Lord. Don't just think that this conflict is between me and my spouse. No, there's a third person in the equation. It's the Lord. Don't just think that this conflict is between me and my teenage daughter. No, there's a third person involved, and it's the Lord. That re- the conflict isn't just between me and my volunteers, my volunteer, my director, my boss, my employee. There is a third person in every relationship. Read Ephesians 5 again. Read Ephesians 6. Thank you, Pastor Ray Stedman, for pointing this out several years ago to me in a book. So if that's the case, remember I said a moment ago, there's one important question that y'all need to focus in on when you think about conflict resolution. Here's the question you must ask. And it's this, what does Christ want me to do in this situation? What does Christ want me to do in this situation? Remember, there is no such thing as a two-person conflict. There is no such thing as strictly a two-person relationship. Jesus Christ is that third person in every relationship. And so if I can handle conflict, if I can handle a problem by thinking, what would Christ want? How would Christ want me to respond to this hurt? How would Christ want me to respond to this crisis? That can be a game changer for you and I. Now, listen, in the midst of the crisis, you've got, or in the midst of the conflict, you've got to stand firm, especially for those of you that you're bivocational or you work in a non-Christian environment. Because when you respond biblically, people that don't have a biblical worldview are going to be like, well, that is a dumb approach. Why would you choose to take the position of a servant? You see, that doesn't make sense. And I have a lot of empathy for those of you that work a nine to five and it's not in a Christian setting. But you know what? You still got to do what's right. In the midst of that conflict, stand firm in the face of criticism. Because when all the smoke clears, listen, Facebook, listen, Kids Matter Pro members that are with me on Zoom right now, when all of the smoke clears, there's one important question. Would God say, well done? Would God say, you handled that situation so well? 
by the way, is there, Kidman community, listen, is there anything else that matters than hearing God say, well done in that situation? Well, what's everybody else going to think, right? What about the inevitable criticism that's going to come? Disregard that inevitable criticism. Disregard it. And remember that I want God to be glorified in this situation. Kids Matter Pro members, the dozens and dozens of you with me on Zoom right now, those of you that are watching this on Facebook Live um, in the I Love Kidman group, listen, you're going to face conflict. I probably don't have to tell you that because you're smart enough, you've lived enough life to know that you will face conflict. It's not when, if conflict's going to rise, it's when, right? Um, here's the thing. Are you going to are you going to solve the conflict God's way? Are you going to solve it God, God's way? Or are you going to solve it your way? Choose to serve, choose to solve conflict God's way. Choose to take the position of a servant. That's what Jesus did in the face of criticism, right? In the face of criticism, when he could have defended himself, he asked questions. If there's anyone that deserved to be served, it was Jesus. He chose to serve. And the quicker that you can uh, give up your right and your rights and just choose to serve, I'm telling you what, the quicker you're on your way to victory. And those conflicts will just, all of a sudden, they're not near as big as they used to be. Right. And, and, and here's my big takeaway. And this is why I went on Facebook, because so many of us were dealing with conflict. I believe some of you right now are in the, the heat of conflict. I don't know what that conflict is, but I feel in my spirit, a few of you, at least a few of you right now that are listening or watching are in the middle of some deep conflict. Remember, focus on one important question. That one important question, what does Christ want me to do in this situation? Or another way of saying it, how can I glorify God at this spot in my life? I, this is where I'm at. How can I glorify God at this stage of my life? How can I glorify God in this situation that I find myself in? Because remember, there is no such thing as strictly a two-person relationship. Well, I'm telling you, before we went live, I, I jumped over to Kids Matter. Um, because we've got, we just today launched this new thing, if you've not seen it. This is something you don't want to miss. Especially as you are preparing for Christmas. Which isn't it crazy that we're already preparing for Christmas. We have a Kids Matter Christmas store. If you, you need to really think about what do you need over the next six or eight weeks. If you get 10 or more Christmas resources, downloads, and you put them in your cart, it's immediately, there's no promo code needed. It immediately takes 50% off those downloads. So this is a good thing to keep in mind because there are all kinds of Christmas lessons. All you have to do is push this button and it takes you to all this stuff. There's Christmas songs, 
um, Christmas lessons, Christmas games, Christmas videos, and more and more being added every day. And again, there's no coupon code or anything. All you do is when you put 10 of these in your cart, it's like getting them for the price of five. It takes 50% off your order automatically. How cool is that? So I'm pretty proud of our team for putting that together. Um, go check out Kids Matter. There's some of my favorite things. You can check those out. Um, all the podcasts for, from the Kids Matter Podcast Network are right there. Uh, we have a new one from Jack Henry, The Cost of Leadership. I loving Jack Henry's podcast. He's doing a great job with that. So uh, friends, thank you again for being with me. If you need anything, y'all just reach out to me and let me know. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.